the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 930 AM, The Answer, or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our number here on a beautiful day at Millburgers is 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867, so you can call and be a part of the show that way. And um, I'll come over and ride the train. Boy, come over, ride the train, and enjoy the beautiful, beautiful nursery. It's absolutely a gorgeous day. It looks like the uh, the cool front has or something has come in, so the humidity is a little lower than normal, and uh, which means that you can see clearly all the vibrant colors here. Um, oh yeah, uh, the uh, petunias. And it the also monks. means that you don't sweat as much. No, that's true too. I'm just it's it's. I was just doing a sight thing. Have you been to you been reading again about elevated conversation about this? Uh, see the. See all the vibrant colors, and <laughs> they are vibrant. Look at them. Well, Milton got they just a, jump Milton, up at it. Milton got on shorts, and we don't have the fan on today. No, so that's, this it's must fall. Be the first day of fall, or first, uh, first for sure sign that fall is here. And, uh, and we've the got fall the fall asters are blooming. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you had asked about the moon bounce. The moon bounces up. The maze is here. The um, Let's see what else we've talked about the train, so lots of pumpkins oh, and the pumpkins and the pumpkin pumpkins. patch pictures. So uh, lots of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. It's funny to see all these little kids and that. Well, to see their mamas carrying their pumpkins around. Yeah, the the little uh, thank you, the little pumpkins that uh, that they picked out. So. Uh, uh, they got they got little ones and they got big ones. So some kids some kids like the great big ones and and some like the little ones that they can handle. And some get both. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, they, they can carry the little one, and that's more fun carving the big one with the jack-o'-lantern face on. Yeah. Or painting, painting that's kind of cool. Painting is easier. And they're handling them gently. I was noticing that I came by how gentle they were handling. There's them. pumpkin police over there. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> and in a little while, they're going to bring up the Millburgers plant of the weekend, and I already know what it is, and y'all are going to like it. Uh oh, that's good. Because it's hard to get. It's one of my favorite plants, and it's one of your favorite varieties of my favorite plants. So uh, mm. I know, yeah. 
I think it is, so let's just wait till it comes up. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, and then, then you can go, now Milton didn't know what he was talking about. Here's what it is. But uh, yeah, I think you'll like it. All right, so that's coming up in just a little while. But right now, you give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867. 308-8867. And the garden moms of uh, full bloom over there. And the, uh, well, not not necessarily. You can have them in any stage of bloom that you want them in. Yeah, yeah. That's what's that's what's so cool about them. You can, if you got a party scheduled for Halloween, you can get them not, those that aren't haven't opened yet, and they'll be ready for Halloween. Or you you got something this weekend or early in the week, you can get those that are in full bloom, and they'll be decorative from the beginning. Right. Sun or shade, and leave them in the containers, or you can plant them. And they're, and they're selling, like I said, you can make a, a Halloween display pretty easy from the stuff they got over here. They've even got, uh, I think Trey said they had corn. Co- yeah, corn they stalks, have corn stalks and, um, and hay, hay or, or uh, bales of uh, straw. I, know, I noticed one of the, uh, it was it's kind of funny, one the Trace was bragging on the fact that the dried corns, corn stalks or, or, or corn uh, cobs were so hard to find. And uh, then a couple of the staff were over there chinking off the corn to, for atmosphere on the walking path. And uh-huh. Trace ran over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, but people want those on the cob. I bet the chickens like them. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. That's right, too. However, they like they like crack corn. Oh, okay. They well, like who was it? Crack corn. Jimmy. Jimmy crack corn. But you didn't care. I didn't care. And chickens <laughs> don't care either. <laughs> hey, uh, call us with some reports. Last week we uh, tomatoes. We want tomato reports. Yeah, tomatoes are go- going full blast now. Okay, so call Thank us you. and tell us how your tomatoes are doing. Yeah. Uh, and if and there's not- a, open that up, Jerry, and look at those pictures. Some of our some of the blooms, uh, other than the back page. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So, some of those. Uh, wow. Um, if you had oxblood lilies, they are kind of at the end now, but for uh, the last two weeks they've been really blooming up a storm. And that blue sky vine is blooming. Oh, gosh. And I, just, I noticed in my yard they got the blue sky vine, the Mexican olive, and the... Uh, Oxblood lilies right close together, and so it was your red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't, with my little phone, I couldn't figure out how to take the picture to show it. So I thought maybe Judy could, but we had to rely on separate photos, you know, because they were, they cover all of those plants cover so much area yeah. and variation, the very low oxblood lilies. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Ray is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay. Morning to all of you. Um, I have two pomegranate bushes. One's been in the ground for six years and the other one two years. And they were sold to me as wonderful, and there's nothing wonderful about them. They, all they give out is... Uh, uh, orange blooms, and I'm not interested in the blooms, so I'm ready to take a chainsaw to them. Uh, any suggestions? What is it? Which wonderful one? pomegranate? Oh, uh, that's the most common variety sold, has been sold around here for years, 
and uh, right. your your problem is is a common one. Is that they're very uh, they they're they're somewhat hard. erratic. Yeah, yeah, erratic. That's the word I'm looking for. Erratic in production, but uh, uh, there's really nothing you can do to make them start fruiting that I know of. But uh, they'll. This wasn't the year to have fruit uh, because of all the rain we had. That a lot of a lot of people that even have pomegranate fruit, uh, when they open it up, it's it's all rotted and brown and black and and things like that because of the rain early in mine, spring. Yeah, mine. Uh, most of it on the wonderful drops. They're big. They're big, but they've got. Yeah, you've got. You meant the birds hit them. They, they fell off the vine, and then they've got the the infection that you talked yeah, about too. Yeah. So, so this <clears> was <throat> a good year for yours to have it. I, I, I guess your plants figured it out that uh, it wait another year. But I I don't know anything to tell you to to make them produce. That that's why we're looking at different renewed varieties to see if okay. we can find one that's more reliable and wonderful. That, okay. That's why they grow them commercially in kind of a desert, do better in a yeah, desert right, kind right. of situation where the the weather's real predictable and they apply the moisture themselves to the ground. But then you the, then, they're, they're a great landscape plant. Here. Yeah, they're on their own root system, so it's not like you've got a, that you've lost the original wonderful, but... Uh, uh, are they in full sun? Yes, they're they're uh, from. Well, not exactly. Yeah, they're more like uh, twelve and 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 uh, twelve and, and after full sun, and okay. after twelve uh, um, in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they like they like to be in full sun, but I I just give them. Well, you give what do you say? You giving them four years or something? <laughs> six and one. Um, six of them. Yeah. Is but there any uh, close to that? Any other type that I might try? Or I, I wouldn't bother other? with this. You know, I wouldn't bother with them except that I love the fruit, and at three and four dollars a pop, it's a little, a little high. You know, at H E B. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm when, to take things off them. If you want to try a new another variety, um, uh, when the fruit fruit trees and everything come in in February, uh, okay. here at Millburgers and other nurseries in town, they'll have an assortment of um, of different varieties of pomegranates. Okay. So you might you might want to, uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't get rid of those wonderful trees just yet. I I think I'd give them because you've got that much time invested in them. How tall are they? Well, that's a problem. Even the, well, the two-year-olds already like uh, almost five foot. The uh, six-year-old one is also about five foot. Uh, it's a little mm-hmm. bushier than the other one, but the other one's only two years old. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, the two-year-old is in full sun all day. That, there's an issue there because that, they should be eight, eight or nine feet tall at the, by then. Are, are they getting any? Um, is it, what's the soil like there? <laughs> Northwest San Antonio, uh, 
creates oh, a salt. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you watered at all? Yeah, I do. In the in the in the heat of the summer, I do water them uh, once a week, uh, a full deep water, and then I have added. Uh, I'm going with all organic uh, fertilizers and everything I got, and uh, I give them those uh, once a month. I give them a couple of cups of uh, organic. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna give them one more year, like you say, and then maybe when the new crop arrive, I'll I'll find a, a good sunny spot in my yard and try a different variety, see how that goes. Okay, good deal. That's a, that's I, a good plan. I would go ahead and uh, give them give them some lawn fertilizer. This oh, fall like wouldn't that? hurt them even. Yeah, just oh. if you got some lawn fertilizer, or it's on on sale here at Millburgers. Get some and give it a three or four cups, because. They should be very, they should be very they should be much taller than that and uh, more vigorous after that many yeah. years. You would think. Okay. Yeah. But let, well, let me try you can... uh, You'll have a wonderful afternoon then. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for Thanks. calling. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you, Ray. You take care. 308-8867 is the number. 308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. We got petunias on sale too. And uh, like Calvin mentioned there, that winterizer fertilizer is on sale, probably the best price in town. Uh, and uh, also got some some uh, grass uh, by the available by the piece, and um, floor tams available on, uh, on on for every Friday from uh, for a dollar thirty a piece. And, and by piece we mean a say a little square section. Yeah. That uh, that uh, that's be available on on Friday. And this is this is a good time to go ahead now that the temperature is cool and we've got some soil moisture. So this is a good time to to patch up lawn areas. In other words, where you've got uh, got uh, dead spots in there. I saw uh, I saw a, a piece on the internet while uh, last night from uh, some county agent was talking about all the questions he had about why lawns were uh, uh, spreading out or are thinning out, and uh, of course they were they were looking for some catastrophic disease or like you know, chinch bugs or. Something like that, and uh, a, a lot of times those those things don't cause thinning eye; they actually cause dead area. So there's a difference between thinning lawns, which which 99% of the time is caused by too much shade, we, and thinning out. Yeah. The thing that, that that's really sh- uh, showing up now too, and Milton, and I had two examples of it. This uh, this afternoon before the show started, brown patch. Oh, is the brown patch showing? Oh up? yeah, and uh, the, the I mean it was a classic. Uh, you could see, kind of in the middle, the sprouts were coming up, and I said they usually start in a low spot. She says that's a low spot right there. That's where the water yeah. And I asked about whether they were still watering or not, and she kind of looked up in the air. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, so that, that brown brown patch has got a move a moving edge. It is not 
this this year is not as uh, the line, the moving edge is not as clear as it is some some years. It can look a little moth-eaten, but uh, we've had a lot of moisture, and the it's gotten cool at night. And what we need to remind ourselves is that to stop stop most of the watering in the fall as soon as uh, at about September 15th. If you must water or if it goes dry for two weeks, water in the morning rather than in the afternoon because that fungus brown patch will start and move fast in this kind of weather. And then relatively easy to stop the infection by cutting back on the watering or if it continues to rain, you can use a uh, soil insectis- uh, fungicide. You know, what do we have? One stop, uh, one stop, stop over the top? No, one stop uh, here. And uh, but Bailaton, uh, Fungonil. There's there's a whole list of F stop. Yeah, F stop. That's the one I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah. And uh, let's see, PC. Anything with PCNB in it? Uh, almost all of those fungicides labeled for lawns work to stop the infection it won't heal probably this year unless the mild weather continues forever but uh, but uh, the main thing cut back on the watering and uh, apply that uh, fungicide to stop the spread because it moves fast my neighbor with, with his spectacular new lawn mm. is not looking so spectacular now Uh-oh. you know they just we're pumping the water to it and fertilizers and everything into the fall, and then just uh, yeah, patch it, it, swept through. It can through. spread pretty fast, especially with the rain and yeah. high humidity. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Milton Lick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 380. The eight in the one gallon container. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container for some of your favorites like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's the pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. This Saturday afternoon at 5, tune in for Senior Care Chats, presented by Senior Care Centers. Kelly Brennan will entertain you as they educate you on issues and topics that matter most to seniors and their families. Saturday afternoons at 5 on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The stakes are high, so don't miss a minute. The second presidential debate is Sunday night. Listen live on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Or watch with us at the Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the Rim. Clinton. I call it Trumped Up, Trickle Down. Trump. You are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history. The debate begins at 8, sponsored by the Lion and Rose and the God Family Country Radio Show. Airing after the debate this Sunday on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Galactic greetings to thee. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hello, this is Esther Nell, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spot Asante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spot Asante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spot Asante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spot Asante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit spotasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spot Asante where you can start your healing and and enjoy your life. Hi, this is Pastor Kurt Hudspeth with High Resolution Radio, and I want to invite you to listen to our show right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer every Sunday at 11 a.m. We're taking political and global issues that are happening, and we're breaking them down, giving you a biblical principle or either a biblical prophecy to be able to show you really where we are in biblical history. Be with us right here every Sunday at 11 o'clock, 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas with Dr. Galvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick and on a beautiful Saturday afternoon we're sitting here at Milberger's enjoying the great view and all the pretty plants. Oh, look at those cyclamen. And you can be out here too. Just call us at 308-8867. 308-8867 or come on out, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There are a whole bunch of cyclamen. I know. I don't know how Calvin can be so strong. Those colors are nice, too. Aren't they? Man. <laughs> are you trying to ignore it? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm resisting because I'm just, yeah, I, I have three flats of uh, snapdra- snapdragons and stocks to plant oh, still. Before oh, you even get okay. to Before I even think okay. about it, yeah. All Rockets, right. I had to. Every, nobody wants to t- talk to me if I call uh, nurseries they, they uh, and ask for rocket snapdragons. They uh, try to t- talk me into something else. <laughs> just like like just like Charles says, those are the old-fashioned varieties. You know? Yeah, right. Not right. they make better cut flowers. Gosh, Three, they do. Three hundred eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. The uh, 
the the color the uh, green greens crops are and cold crops are are looking good out here. They've got a good selection of large plants. I don't I there's a spinach on the end there. It, it's looking good too. So now's the time to plant it. I noticed that you got Steve to to uh, to plant some. Yes, he planted uh, six spinach. They didn't show six six plants. Six plants, and it, well, you see what he's his garden is are dominated by these two orange plants that he planted by seed four years ago that he's so proud of. Yeah. We even did a we did a special sh- little show on the orange plants. You know, he's got these three inch thorns on there. <laughs> And he's wondering when they're going to bloom and have some fruit. And I <laughs> I had to tell him I estimated another four years. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, we did uh, did planting uh, broccoli and protecting it with BT. And we did fertilization of uh, the fall vegetables and greens. Planted spinach. Talked about the oranges. Um Oh, planted Crawford lettuce. Trying to find a corner of uh, his <laughs> beds for that stuff. So, um, anyway, there was t- there were two other shows that we that we filmed. Good. So, yeah, he's he's into the gardening. Well, he's on he's on schedule. I mean, uh, this cool weather and little rain rain showers that we're having uh, put puts planting of a uh, cold crop right on on schedule. I talked to, uh, I got an email from Greg Grant up in uh, Nacogdoches, and uh, I took him some some of those early fall tomatoes, and he said, uh, he he was giving me a report. He said the large fruited varieties are just now setting setting fruit. <laughs> He's talking about tycoon and uh, I forget what else I took him, but anyway. But so he 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 saved the large fruited for his himself, and he gave the uh, aroma surprise and uh, and surefire. Well, I, I couldn't find him any surefire, but uh, Lavaca Lavaca gave them to his his friends, and they've got tomatoes now, and he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was the whole idea. The experiment was to. Show him that uh, that if you if you choose those small smaller fruited varieties that they'll uh, they'll uh, give you some early production of fruit. But his family likes the large tomatoes. So uh, anyway, that's that's well my and uh, my tycoons. Well, I harvested the first uh, nice large fruit, and it's got a lot of large uh, green fruit. Uh, Red Deuce has got some uh, that are getting to be uh, golf ball size at this yeah. point. So oh, yeah, good. So they might make, they might actually make yeah. the uh, uh, just oh. sometime after Halloween. You're looking for right, 308 8867. 308-8867. Toll free 866 308 8867. Speaking of tomatoes, uh, someone who called uh, back at the station, Kelly, talked to them. He, I couldn't stay on the air to ask his question, but wanted to know if spider mites will affect his tomatoes ripening and what he can do about them. 
been. They won't affect the, the ripening. Uh, I'm surprised if he planted uh, new stuff that he got. He worried about spider mice already. That's yeah. why. That's why it's a good if you can talk to them there to find out yeah. if it is truly uh, spider mites. Um, it seems like that if, if it's a a major infestation, which we wouldn't expect right now, yeah, that it just kind of stops the whole process. They don't just, you know, you don't get any bigger fruit, and uh, but I'd be interested. Maybe, maybe if you're listening, you should give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. Talk. We're pretty easy on the air. He, should, he shouldn't have a major, like you said, a major infection now. We start if he started over with new plant. Now, if he kept his old plants through. He had spider mites on them to begin with, and that's why we tell people to to pull up the old plants and get rid of them and get rid of that inoculum yeah. of, of insects and pests that you can have on the old plants. The new plants may have a, a beginning population of spider mites, but with this nice cool weather here, um, then you, you would expect that you wouldn't have a, a population growth you know you wouldn't you wouldn't get overwhelmed uh, by spider mites no. at this point rich is on the line at 308-8867 308-8867 toll free 866-308-8867 hi rich welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today pretty good hi fellas um i wanted to ask you three quick things uh how come uh this is for sentimental reasons are there any hollyhocks around Hollyhocks? Yeah, they get yeah. rust. Uh, uh, Greg Grant used to grow hollyhocks all the time. We're developing a maroon hollyhock, and uh, they're the problem with them is that you you plant them in the. I guess you plant them now, and uh, let them go through the winter. I think that's the way it goes, and then they bloom in the spring. If, yeah, they get, they, get, uh, they get they get rust. They well, get, they're, they they're also sensitive to the heat. Right. So, but uh, you can actually get them to grow, and then you'll na- they'll naturalize for a while. But then we'll run into a, a drought or uh, yeah. that rust infestation, and then they they're suddenly gone. We yeah, I have, I have, uh, Greg did it a while, and I did I did some few years ago too. Uh, well, if you there are good. There are good plantings around. Are you in the San Antonio area? Yeah. I'm uh, down by Stinson Airfield. Okay. I think you can get the seed on the seed rack. Yeah. Or or from somebody that's got a bed. There used to be a bed and breakfast that had a really nice Okay. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I wanted to talk to you about that guy that called in about his pomegranates. Remember yeah. a couple of months back, I told you I had uh, real good pomegranates. I didn't have nothing right. for years until I started fertilizing them and uh, uh, mulching them. And then I started okay, having yeah. them. Yeah, you uh, can. You've got to fertilize them. That's all there is to it. And I have wonderful, just like uh, yeah. uh, the, the doctor. Well, he, 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 was using, he was using very small amounts of uh, organic fertilizer. Which yeah, I was using Medina organic. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you you use the organic uh, stuff too. The last question I have for you is: I got a rose bush that's uh, it was here when I bought the property uh, in 2001, but it's uh, 
God, the thing's about eight feet tall. Uh, when do I cut it back? Last, last Labor Day. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, there two times in the year. February. Um, do we say about March first now? Mm-hmm. March first is the major pruning. Uh, okay. Then there's a there's a fall pruning that occurs uh, about about September first. Well, I'm so, already late. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is is it a climber? Is it a climber or it, just it, a hybrid tea? Boy, it's got stems that. Uh, it's about eight feet tall. It's got stems that are real long. Uh, okay, and they're bending over. A couple of them are dead. It's a purple color. You can... Deep, deep purple. Yeah. You can cut the dead stems out anytime. Yeah. And, uh, if, you know, and if it's a dangerous, sometimes the stems will go over a path or something. You cut... No, it, 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 cut it's those by out. itself. Nobody can When's get it hurt bloom? by it. Uh, when does it bloom? Yeah. Spring uh, or? In the spring. Yeah. And, and I, it's real I, dark purple. Yeah, yeah. You're just, is, is it very fragrant? Is it real fragrant? Uh, not a whole bunch, Jerry. Okay. Uh, not, a, lot of times those, a lot of times those purple ones are fragrant. But, but, the, but I, the color is out of, out of sight. It's, it's, boy, it's fantastic, yeah. the color. You, it, uh, it sounds like you're describing a climber, and if that's true, then our our first recommendation of you pruning it in March is wrong. Uh, you prune climbers after they bloom. Oh boy, I'm I'm late then. Yeah. No, 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 uh, no. I'm talking about next spring. Oh, okay. I'm talking about next spring. Yeah, but get that get that dead wood out. That won't hurt. Yeah, you yeah. can get the dead wood off. Because it's already mulched in that night. I'm not killing it with water, so. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's doing okay. Anyway, a fertilizer and mulch for that guy. <laughs> That's the only right, way to okay. get anything on him. And okay, you use fellas. what? Is yours on full sun? Is yeah, everything's in full, full sun. sun? Everything, okay. yeah. Is it raised bed or right in native soil? Um. I gotta tell you something. This soil here is uh, dusty with them small little round pebbles in it. Uh, huh. I don't. I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but it's got a lot of little oh. tiny pebbles in it, and it's it's not very dark colored. It's uh, the soil is, uh, I think, pretty bad. That's why I fertilize mm-hmm. everything. Okay. Well, it sounds good. You can't go wrong with mulch and fertilizer on most. Yeah. Never hurts. All right, yeah. Thanks, fellas. Okay, thank you for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, Rich. That was a big help. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Just, yeah. just for our own curiosity and maybe and that listener, let's, if anybody has still got a uh, holly hop. Oh, yeah. They, you know, they naturalize, and they quite often come back every year, but... Uh, I think the the norm for San Antonio is for them to last two or three years, and then something weather condition limits them, then they people replant with the the seed. But let us know if you've uh, if you got a a bed and what you do to keep it going. Dad, I can't remember whether Greg plant or are y'all planted them in 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 fall and overwintered them or whether you planted them in early spring i can't remember, remember either come to think of it I, I just remember that uh started with multicolors and ended up with yeah all pink 
Uh, and then I don't even I don't remember when they quit coming back. Did you get that rust on there? I don't remember the rust. I think mine were uh, affected by uh, hot summers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. that you know, that's I just didn't. The, or maybe you know maybe I tilled up my beds or something. I can't I can't I can't remember why. It's sad when you get old, Milton. Sure sounds like it. Uh, yeah. it but I I thought we're our long term memory was still supposed to work. It was the short term memory that was a problem. Hollyhocks. I remember them. Uh, maybe I, maybe I'm remembering from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, no, they do well up there. I imagine. You know where else they really made a show of in the Middle East? It's strange, you know, like uh, there was a wildlife refuge in Jordan that I went to several times. And they all through the village, they had hollyhocks that just naturalized and came. Huh. Strange, you know, desert area. And they, I guess they watered a little bit. And they had ap- that, that's the same place they had a lot of apricot trees. Yeah. Apricots just, I mean, overwhelming production. Let's take a quick break while we got a chance. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. More of Bill Burgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live here at Mill Burgers, so you can call us or come visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 380. The eight in the one gallon container. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container for some of your favorites like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's the pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Success is learned and shared with others. Find out why real estate is the key. Sunday afternoon at 2, Join the team, the Towards Wealth Show, with Jim Glasgow and Lisa Lewis on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hello, my name is Janice Brooks, Chief Operations Officer at Pax Financial Group. Our team has talked to thousands of people, and the most common concerns are, can I retire, and if so, when? Of course, we can help answer those questions, but I want to share three major mistakes we see all the time as people prepare for retirement. One, not preparing a budget. Two, retirement savings going the wrong direction, and three, taking Social Security too early. If you're getting close to retirement and want to talk through some of this stuff, just know that our first consultation is completely free. Please give us a call at 210-881-5700 or visit our website, paxfinancialgroup.com, and we will coordinate a meeting with one of our advisors at no charge. Let us help you prepare for what could be the best years of your life. 
paxfinancialgroup.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Pax Financial Group LLC, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. Do you owe the IRS or being audited by the IRS? Don't stress alone. Call Taxation Solutions at 210-263-3392. 210-263-3392. And listen to the Taxation Solutions Show for the answers to solving your tax problems. Sundays at 3 here on 930 AM, The Answer. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. You visited your parents last weekend and noticed lots of changes. Mom can't keep up with the house and dad. He forgets to take his medicine. After a weekend of running errands, you are overwhelmed. The effects of aging on your parents can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is here to help manage your loved one's care so you don't have to. From providing a companion who can clean, prepare meals, and remind dad to take his medicine to around-the-clock compassionate care. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free in-home consultation. Our home care specialist will customize a plan and give you peace of mind. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free consultation. Our number is 855-579-CARE. That's 855-579-CARE. Synergy Home Care Franchise Opportunities, now available in Central Texas. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road, 308-8867, 308-8867. Uh, Charles was just up here. We uh, talked about the maze and the Halloween stuff. So uh, we may have a new game called Find Calvin. He's uh, somewhere in the maze. And, uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, so we'll have to, we'll have to find him ourselves. But right now we're going to talk to Domingo. Got a question about a grapefruit tree. Hi, Domingo. Welcome to the show. Uh, How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great, sir. And uh, I have any question. Uh, um, I have any, uh, like, a grapefruit and uh, uh, orange, orange fruit. And all those trees I planted for a long time. Um, I planted with a uh, uh, like seeds uh, from the seed inside. So okay. I planted, and um, almost kind of kind of never give me a, a fruit. And I put the fertilizers and uh, put all the kind of stuff and don't uh, flowering, but uh, and uh, don't give me a fruit. And uh, and I have a uh, right now I have, I have any problem with a. It's like a, a, a how do you call it? Like it's, it's infected with a, a lot of spider webs and um, have a couple of um, little bitty bugs in there. And um, um, I've seen it like a couple of days. I've seen it a, a grasshopper try eating the the trees. So um, what can I do with it? Like uh, I want to get some uh, fruit from them. Now, how so, many? How many? You planted these from seed, and how many years ago was that? Uh, like, like three years around. Three years ago. Uh, yeah. Do they have Do they have thorns on them? They have what? Thorns. Thorns that come out from the the stems. 
Yeah, uh, since you plant them from seed, I don't, I don't think you've given, given them enough time to fruit yet. Did you say they had bloomed, but they didn't set fruit? Yeah, but don't, don't give me a fruit. All the, all the little flowers, uh, um, um, blow away with a, uh, a wind, but, uh, um, never, never, uh, give me fruit. Set, never set a fruit. No. But they did, they did bloom, right? Yes, only only one. The other one, the other one never never bloomed. The other one. Okay. Well, you're you're they're still they're still in a juvenile stage. They're still in a juvenile stage where the, but the ones that are the one that is blooming, is closer to maturity than the others. Now I'm I'm assuming that these are growing in full sun where they get uh, eight to ten hours of sun a day. Uh, oh, rather yeah. than under trees or in the shade. No, no, it's it's in the shade in the sun the whole day. Yes, they're in the shade. No, no, in in uh, in, in the um uh yes, it's right in the sun. They're in the sun. Yes. Okay, well that's good. I I think they're still in a juvenile stage and uh and they will eventually grow out of that. You usually. The the, uh-huh. the if they have thorns, that's why I asked if they have thorns. They're still juvenile, what we call juvenile, and and that's a that's where they grow vegetatively or grow the foliage without growing the fruit. So uh, you just you just need to give them give them a little more time. And sometimes it can be six seven and, years, other times four years, five years. Right. Oh, okay, That's, and and uh, um, what happened about, about the problem uh, with the uh, the spider webs? I have. I don't think I don't think I I would worry about that. Uh, they they're just they're they're not damaging the tree. They're just after insects. Oh, so okay. I I don't think I'd worry about that. Uh, any insecticide, since you don't have fruit, you can use any insecticide spray if you want to get rid of the, rid of the, any spiders or things like that on there. Yeah. But like I said, I don't, I don't think they're they're doing any harm. They're probably on on your side. They're, right. They're controlling insects that would hurt. Well, citrus are pretty tough. I yeah, guess they don't. Right. Get hurt. Yeah, and then it look like a uh, like a yellow, like a kind of dry. Kind of started getting dry for in on one side, so I don't know what is that one. It's it's uh, one side of the tree is dry enough. Uh, yeah, it started getting dry in one side, and um, I don't know what happened. All the time, put some water. No, I'm, I imagine you're just having some maybe a dead limb or two on there. Yes. Uh-huh. So just, yeah. If 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 the leaves are turning brown and and hanging on there, go ahead yeah. and uh, cut it, cut it back to where it attaches to the to the main stem. Oh, okay. When, but I I don't think it's water. Oh, okay. 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 Just keep keep Thank the faith. You. You're being you're being good shape for long. Thanks, Domingo. You take care. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Gary is on the line. Hi, Gary. Thanks for calling Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? 
Good, thank you. I had a strange question for you. Um, crepe myrtles from seed. Um, I don't know if they grow in the tropics, but my wife was interested in trying to see if uh, they would grow. Uh, but I, I don't think they have them in Florida or anywhere like that. I'm wondering if it's uh, even possible to, or practical to grow them from seed, or, uh, or, uh, or would they even uh, do anything in a, in a persistently warm climate? Uh, they have them in Florida, by the way. Crazy. Do they? Okay. I was wondering. I, I, I always uh, thought they were, they were deciduous trees. I thought they would need cold weather to flower or something. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know where means. they're native, though. Where I don't they, either. Uh, but you get it. I was trying to think. Uh, I think they do re. Occasionally you get a reseeded strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I've got some seedling crape myrtles. Yeah. You don't. Uh, you they, never they, know they what you're going to get. They will grow from. Yeah, you never know. They're they're. Yeah, you hybrid. can't. You, you, yeah, they, they don't sell seed commercially for crepe myrtles. No, 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 no. No. So you'd have to get some pods off the crepe myrtle and. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what you should be able on. to get plenty. Yeah, no, that's no problem. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, so uh, so we'll, we'll pr pretty much have to do it ourselves and uh, give it a yeah, try. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to get get it together your seed and then. Uh, yeah. I I think they're growing a warm climate. All right, we'll give it a try. I, I, I just didn't know whether it was going to be practical at all. No. Well, they they I do grow in Florida. Requirement. So. In fact, they don't. They certainly don't grow. Far north. Yeah, where it's cold. Yeah, what is it? Mm. Tennessee, they grow. Mm. Missouri. That's about the yeah. cutoff line. So. And it says right, on then. Wikipedia that they yeah. are native to the Indian subcontinent, Southeast Asia, Northern Australia. That's probably why we've never seen them here, you know. Native yeah. Ones. Oh, okay. okay you know, she doesn't know, but yeah. uh, uh, because they never go to a nursery where you know where where, where she she's from, but uh, I bet you probably find them over there. <laughs> there you go. Let us know. Let us know how they turn cool out. Thing. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Take care. Thanks a bunch. You take care. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on? Um. We're going to have to write, Neil. I uh, saw that in there. What, 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 that's the uh, second was, time it's been in there. Yeah, it's uh, almost uh, the same exact yeah. article. I can't even remember the issue. I just remembered the, uh, that it was... Growing citrus from seed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should have remembered. I mean, because yeah, like, like, grape myrtles like is a little different than citrus. I think, I think that is more of a common occurrence uh, down here for... Uh, you know, and, I, and I, I think I probably, uh, when I first got down here, I think I, I, I probably was saying the same thing. You mean you misled uh, uh, Neil years ago? Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know either that or Neil, or Neil misled <laughs> me. Uh, well, the, the, it's easy to do because most, most people that uh, have grown deciduous fruit you know, grow up with that idea, uh, like peaches and pears yeah. and plums and stuff like that. Grow up with the idea that if you plant a seed, you're not going to get the same thing you planted. But this, this, this is it's different with citrus. And uh, 
like you say, we we who study deciduous fruit, uh, we, you know, we just figure it. It's one of those all things, you know, that all very few. Well, we would say all all trees don't come true from seed. You know, if they're hybrid, especially if they're hybrid. Anyway, what we're talking about, Neil writes, has uh, got a question in. I have a Meyer lemon tree that I planted from seed four years ago. Just just like that's, that's I like Domingo wrote in. It's in a pot that's about and about four feet wide and two and a half feet deep. Can I expect it to? Can I expect fruit on the tree? And then Neil writes back, your tree probably will produce fruit of some type. In other words, he doesn't think it's going to be the, the same as the Meyer lemon. Meyer lemons are hybrids, so they, like most fruit trees, see, he's comparing it to peaches and plums and things like that, apples, do not come true from seed. Now, see, that's wrong. That's a wrong statement because they... They absolutely do come true from seed because self-pollinating. They're, they're not a, they're not an embryonic seedling. In other words, they they what what throws what what gets you throws you off track is when you plant a seed of a peach tree. It is a result of cross-pollination. In other words, it's a true embryonic male and female parts produce uh, the embryo. When you when you when you're talking about citrus, it's what we call it's a vegeta it's actually a vegetative uh, embryo that is generated from a vegetative uh, material of the of the new cellar the cellar tissue in the seed. So it, it the embryo it's not a true embryonic uh, seedling. Uh, what did I just say? <laughs> Repeat that. There's no se- there's no sex involved in uh, reproduction. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and then he talked about grafting and whatever. He just he just doesn't know. He uh, down here he's not in immersed immersed in the citrus like we are. He he lives up in Dallas and uh, and uh, so I'll I'll drop him a line about that. Nancy's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing? Hi. This time I'm going to park, so we talk. We got disconnected the other day. I asked you about spinach. I have this crazy vining spinach. Oh, yeah. It's making me crazy. Number one, what is the name of it? And number two, Malab- can I cut the Malabar. vines off to make it harvest? What is it called? It's Malabar, M-A-L-A-B-A-R. Okay. Uh, can you cut the vines to where it'll grow more at the base or something? The vines are making nuts. Yes, ma'am. You, you, okay. you, it, you can make it re it'll it'll vine more. It'll vine, it'll okay. be a denser vine to thing. Okay. But why? So you, that's just, not a true spinach. Why? Uh, now it's gonna freeze. Well, it it's didn't last freeze, year. So, so what? It didn't last year. Mm-mm. Well, nothing. A nothing lot of things didn't last freeze year. last year, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's uh, it. That's true. Okay, so it's going to freeze. <laughs> all right. Yes, well, so easy and to so what you, what you want to do that? now? What you want to do now is get spinach transplants. Okay. Okay. 
I'm glad I'm glad. Is this other one as nutritious? Because I've got a lot of it. Do what now? I have a lot of it. Is it as nutritious? (laughs) The Malabar. It's close, yeah. It's nutritious as regular spinach. I'm enjoying it for... Yeah, I'm yeah, enjoying it. A little less, a little less iron in it. I'm not. You have to look at. Yeah, there's yeah. some analysis, but I mean, it's it's big league in terms of nutrition, and so it's good for you for sure. Lots okay, of fiber. Okay, so the fiber. second question: If I had it growing up, and so could I, and I have a raised garden, could I put it to where it grows down and it will still produce? You mean on the ground? Okay, it's in, the, in a raised garden, and then okay. I have it on a stand, but it's growing too okay. high in shade and other things. So I could have okay. put it where it grows down on that raised garden, and it's yeah, still I think it'll grow, grow. I think it'll grow along the ground. Most people put it on a on a fence or something like that, give it a structure to, yeah. uh, to climb okay. on or hang on. And, uh, well, I didn't know. But I, th- I think if you cut it back periodically, and it, it'd grow along the ground. Okay, that's what I wanted you to do. Well, yeah. I thank you very much. I've enjoyed it, well, you're frankly. Welcome. Good, but you're going to have to cut okay. it back, like you say, it's vigorous. Now, I would, I okay. would anticipate that it will lose some of its vigor now that the temperature is cool. You're exactly right. It has. It has. You're exactly right. It has right. slowed yes, down. It, it has definitely slowed down. Yeah. How, well, how are you, you using the Malabar? Just as a just as a salad? No, yes, I've used it for everything. A salad, I put it in stir fries. I made a soup the other day. Just put it in at the last mm. minute. It was delicious. Wow, and, okay. um, good. One day I didn't have enough greens for a salad, and so I put his chicken salad on the on the plate and made it pretty, and he ate it all. He said it was yeah. wonderful. <laughs> So, hey. The he, he, I assume, is your husband. Is that right? Yes, and he will eat anything that's not moving. Well, actually. Wait a minute. (laughs) All right. Thank you for calling. Thanks. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we're up against a break. So thank you, Nancy. And we're going to take one now. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road where the terror train is running and it runs by the maze and the, and the moon balance and all the fun. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Come on by. Be a part of the show as we talk gardening with you for another hour here on KLUP. So we uh, just encourage you to come on by or call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, or toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Still looking for uh, hollyhock questions, tomato yeah, anybody's reports. Got a- a bed that has um, maintained itself for more than a couple of years, let us know how they've done it. And, and whether then, whether it's planted in the fall or... Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's planted in the fall, down here anyway. I can't remember for sure. 
That's sad. <laughs> it is. It's good to be a depressing <laughs> show. What you got there? Cheer us up. Uh, I don't want to tell every. I want to tell everybody to do, uh, dig and divide spring blooming perennials such as iris, daylilies, uh, coneflowers, gloriosa daisies, and, and others. And remember that that if if they're if they bloom in the spring, you divide them in the fall. Okay, that's the rule of thumb. And if they bloom in the fall, I guess you divide them in the spring. Uh, that that would be that. Uh, and we've got some of that. Like the uh, aster, Mar- uh, mint marigold, and uh, yeah, fall aster. Fall aster. That's what I'm trying to think of. And um, also, I want to remind people uh, one one of our recommended plants at this time of the year, of course, for the garden or the are the uh, for the garden or for the uh, ornamental beds is uh, cabbage and kale. Of course, you use the ornamental type for the for the flower beds and things like that. But if you really want a spectacular uh, spectacular ornamental cabbage and kale by the by the next spring. You want to grow them just like you do regular cabbage and kale. In other words, prepare the soil, uh, have add nitrogen to the planting bed, add uh, fertilizer, and you can use the winterizer fertilizer to fertilizer with. And um, you want you want to try to grow the biggest cabbage and kale that you can grow. Uh, it's colorful. It's a colorful. Uh, Ornamental. Uh, uh, the the deer will eat it. Oh yeah. <laughs> if we'll eat it, the deer will eat it. Even though, in some plantings, pigeons will eat it. Pigeons? Yeah. Oh, oh that, yeah. Yeah. Market Square that time. <laughs> but we uh, couldn't figure. We couldn't well, figure like out green. what was eating it, and we're all standing there, all these horticulturists trying to speculate, and in came a flock of pigeons, and. Illustrated for us what was happening to. It. <laughs> hey, oh. one one of our uh, also remembrances are to to get to encourage people to remember them is newly planted winter color annuals uh, uh, with water soluble high nitrogen fertilizer repeat weekly until frost. In other words, they're they're talking about all these winter annuals that we're talking about uh, uh, planting. So that you need to fertilize them weekly with a water-soluble, high-nitrogen food. You really want to keep them growing, and this really uh, this really goes for uh, cabbage and kale. Now, the the best meddling a mosquito on me. I know. I got bit earlier. I find it I find it a lot easier just to use the slow slow release lawn fertilizer and yeah, refresh yeah. it once a month or so. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably I was thinking to say the the biggest cabbage and, and kale and, and greens crops that I've seen grown in a greenhouse have been really uh, fertilized heavily with automacote, slow release fertilizer. But hey, we Cal- get- Calvin's using the uh the slow-release fertilizer we use on lawns, which is probably cheaper. 
Yeah, much. Sal's on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Sal. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for asking. You guys sound good today. Thank you. It's nice. It's nice here at the nursery. A little cool breeze, uh, not too much sun. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah, I've been outside, and yes, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Good. What's going on? Yep, Sal, you there? <laughs> Did we lose you, Sal? Yeah. After all those nice words, we yeah. lost you. Well, right. Remember, that's what he was calling in for, just saying just to say hey. to do it on the radio. Thanks yeah. to him for doing that, yeah, Sal. That is great, Sal. You're a, you're a good why, man. Why don't you do that every day? You just Sal. call us, make us feel good. Yeah, that, that's that's your mission now. I'm right. guessing Sal will call back in just a minute. There you yeah. go. All right, 308-8867. Sorry about that, Sal. I don't know what happened. All right. But uh, also uh, want to remind people that now that it's cooled off and we've got some plenty of soil moisture, uh, it's time to plant trees and shrubs uh, to give them maximum time to establish before next summer's heat. So, uh, and also it's it's nicer on the planter when you when you've got temperatures like this to dig a hole in some of our less less than friendly uh, uh, soil soil sometimes. But uh, we got a good uh, selection of them here at uh, Millburgers. And uh, as far as selection of foundation plants and landscape plants, uh, they've got some of the best on sale right now. We're $20 and now $12. And uh, for around the house and landscape and whatever, the dwarf Yopon holly and the dwarf Burford holly. Probably the two most recommended uh, recommended uh, evergreens to put around around the, the uh, house because uh, around the home because they are uh, they don't get too tall they don't get too tall. Now I've got I've got one that I've got a dwarfia upon holly that's too tall. Hmm. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it stands. Uh, Five feet tall, five, six feet, no, six, over six feet tall. That must be pretty old. There you go. It's 38 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. Cause and never been cut back. Because they, uh, they're, they're slow. I mean, you can you be pretty accurate and say, well, they generally don't get over four feet. Yeah. <laughs> spend most of their time at three feet, but I've seen some yeah. tall ones, too. I've got, I've got some big ones. Hey, we got Sal back. All right. 308-8867. All right, Sal, let's get your question before we lose you real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you guys are great. So anyway, uh, yes, I, I I grew up in the northeast of New Jersey, and as you can imagine, that area is loaded with with Italians. And one of the, the favorite vegetables uh, of Italians is something called escarole. Have you heard of escarole? Yes. That's a okay. green. Just a, yes, it's yeah. it's a, it's a green leafy vegetable, almost like a almost like a lettuce. And uh, yeah. I love the stuff. And it's hard to find any seed um, around. I know only one mail order company that has it, and they really charge a lot of money in shipping and all that. I'm just wondering if you if you know of it, if there's anywhere locally where I can get some seed. No, I would imagine though you would grow it as uh, you plant it now. In other words, grow it as a yes, 
as a yeah. in the I, fall. It, it's fall, a cool season yeah, crop. It, it probably wouldn't do well at all in the spring. No, no. I don't know. I, I. Uh, so you only can only find one source on the internet for it. I, yes. I, I yeah. don't remember seeing it when I've gone through. Like, we've got lots of racks here yeah, at Nobervers. I'm trying to think of what it is. It might be like Patriot Supply or something, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, do, do they and, sell? And are the they actual, selling plants or are they selling plants? No, or no. Seed? They they sell they sell seed. It's called Seance, S E A N C E, the particular type of of, of escarole that they have. But it's it's hard to even get a definition of escarole because people call it chicory. They call it endive, and you know it's it's different. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm just trying to get some seed uh, for it. I I had it last year, and boy, it just grew like crazy. Hmm. It was when wonderful. Did you, when did you plant it? When did you plant it? I planted it, planted it. I planted it in 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 the late. I think it was yeah, late summer, and uh, we okay. pretty much enjoyed okay. it all the way all the way through the winter. So okay, it was, that's it was right. Great. What do you have, Milton? Did you find some seeds? Oh, I was or... looking on Amazon. Did you try Amazon? Um, I believe that I have, but and I don't, I don't know. We'll have to check here too. You know, or you don't think that you think we can check during the break? It's coming up in a minute. But yeah, there's some stuff okay. on Amazon as well. And hey, do they have any other uh, different names for it? Is well, it? I've got no escrow seeds, uh, the French heirloom variety. Uh, Chicory, yeah, yeah. escrow, Natasha. Um, what do you use it for? Is it like a greens crop that you yeah, use in salads? Yeah. You, you cook it you, either way. You can you can cook it, you know, uh, like you would a spinach. Okay, the same kind of thing. You can. Oh, okay. and we have a favorite dish that we use. We use beans and the the green together as kind of like a soup. But I see it. They have it. They have it. When you look around, do you see it as as endive as well? Endive. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I I see that on some of the. Yeah. Now endive endive is that on most seed racks? Yeah, it looks a little different though. Well, no. I'll go look in the Milberger seed rack. Heirloom escrow endive. Um, Yeah. Says it. This is a mix for about a thousand seeds for about two fifty. So, oh, that's wow. not bad. No, that's, yeah. you find me that on Amazon. Yeah, you said. Okay, yeah, but I'm, have to go out but and I'm check scared it. we have it here. Calvin's going to go look in a minute. Are Are we okay. willing to go look, or you want to wait? What are you going to look for, endive? Yeah, because I think I've seen endive, but we may have it racks, here. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. I, and I see, I've seen uh, you see on, on menus, racks, you but... see escarole a lot. So, okay, yeah. I think you can substitute rutabagas for that. <laughs> yeah, and give you the same kind of flavor. Oh, the people in New Jersey—they love their rutabagas. <laughs> I'm guessing not. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look here too and see what we got, uh, Sal. All right. Okay, Thanks, man. All right. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. All right. And while you're doing that, you're going to go run real quick. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bob is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Well, how can we help you? Uh, <clears throat> I have some uh, this new sod that I put out. 
and it's got uh, it's really looking real good for the first couple of weeks, and it's starting to turn yellow. And I put out some compost. Is that the thing to do, or am I doing something wrong? Okay, now what what are you trying to grow? Uh, it's uh, uh, this grass that uh, creeps, creeping grass. What do they call it? Oh, the uh, uh, zorzia. No, no, it's the, it's the regular grass from around here that they sell all. Oh, sell all oh, for Saint Augustine. You talking August- about? Uh, yeah. Saint okay, Augustine. That's, that's what I have down, and it's been out there two, three weeks. But it's, some of the spots are yellow, and um, I went and got some compost and put out. And I, I got to thinking, well, maybe that's something better I can use. No. Uh, how often are you, no, you, you, you resodded it, is that, I'm trying to uh, get Yeah, that. I had some areas that, uh, were, were bare where I had some new sidewalk put in. And, uh, okay. around the sidewalk I put a new sod. And some of it's turned yellow and it's, I've been watering it real good. It's took girl good for a couple of weeks. But then there's some spots that are yellow and I wanted to compost with Okay. I'm, I, I'm, most most people when they do that, uh, especially since you said you've been re- watering it real good, uh, a lot of times uh, with new sod, uh, if you're not too careful, if you're not careful, you overwater it and it rots. Oh, is that right? Okay. So uh, I'd, I'd I'd drop by. You said it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I, well, I watered yesterday morning, and I found out it rained later on the day, so it's really wet yeah. now. So drop drop back on the water until to once a week. Okay. So the compost won't hurt it at all. No, the compost will not hurt it at all. Okay. Well, I'm, that's all I need okay. to know. That I'm not doing something wrong. What kind of sod did you put out? Uh, it's in Augustine. Augustine. I bought it from a truck over here on O'Connor and uh, Wurzbach Parkway. Okay, that's probably Raleigh. But uh, I, I, if I had to bet, I bet you you just got it just got too much water with the rain and, and okay. you watering too much. So okay. drop back on it to once a week. Okay. Will do. All right. Good luck to you, sir. Thanks, Bob. Bye bye. All right, we're going to take this opportunity while Calvin's out uh, looking for the uh, seed to uh, take a break. So give us a call 308-8867-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Witt. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 380 eight in the one gallon container. Fall is for planting and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container for some of your favorites like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's a pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 
The podcast page at 930amtheanswer.com has the local programs you might have missed the first time, like the Weston Martinez Show and God, Family, and Country Radio with Lance Hoppus. Local podcast on demand at 930amtheanswer.com. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Hi, this is Pastor Kurt Hudspeth with High Resolution Radio, and I want to invite you to listen to our show right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer every Sunday at 11 a.m. We're taking political and global issues that are happening, and we're breaking them down, giving you a biblical principle or either a biblical prophecy to be able to show you really where we are in biblical history. Be with us right here every Sunday at 11 o'clock, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hello, this is Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. As parents, we want to provide the best opportunity for our children to grow and prosper. However, statistics show that half of Americans with children don't have a will in place. Not having a will leaves several questions unanswered. Who will take care of my children? Who will inherit my assets? At Weisinger Law Firm, we help you prepare answers to these questions. We call this peace through planning. Don't leave the most important decisions regarding your family to the state. Call our office today at 210-308-0800. Our first consultation is free, and we will make the process easy. Our office is located just north of San Antonio in historic Selma, Texas. So call me, Charlie Weisinger. The number is 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 for Weisinger Law Firm. Online at weisingerlawfirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com White Singer Law Firm Peace through planning Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The stakes are high, so don't miss a minute. The second presidential debate is Sunday night. Listen live on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Or watch with us at the Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the Rim. Clinton. I call it Trumped Up, Trickle Down. Trump. You are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history. The debate begins at 8, sponsored by the Lion and Rose and the God Family Country Radio Show. Airing after the debate this Sunday on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Uh, so, uh, what was it? It was uh, I forget who it was who wanted to know. Calvin did a research. It looks like we are uh, currently out. Yeah, it looks like one of the uh, seed varieties looks like they offer it, but the uh, but we don't have any in stock. No, no, endive or escrow. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And let's see, um, how about we get to Todd on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Todd, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Now it's cooled off a bit. Cool. Is this? Hey, is uh, I just got a couple quick questions. Okay. You know, I'm from the Northwest, and I've been down here for about 10 years. And I used to order uh, gourds, you know, that you could 
they're more like pear-shaped gourds. Can you grow those down here? Uh, yeah. Um, now, you, are you talking about ornamental gourds or? Yeah, yeah, you can carve in, you know, the ones you put on your Thanksgiving table or anything like that. I mean, you know, yeah. the, they get kind yeah. of big watermelon and you need to make a bird nest out of them. Yeah, they're, you can grow them. Yeah, yeah, you grow them. Uh, the way you generally do those gourds, especially for uh, decorations and things like that, is that you plant them in the spring. Uh, and we used to grow them in Tennessee, and they'd run up the tree, run up the walnut tree, and would be hanging all over the walnut tree. So, uh, uh, we, in other words, you plant them in the spring like you would any other vine crop, a mm-hmm. watermelon or a cucumber or something like that. And yep, that's, uh, here, here, that's, that's, uh, March, end of March and early April. And then, then you let them produce their fruit. Uh, they should have fruit on them and, and ripen by, uh, June. Uh, and then uh, you go ahead and, and uh, take, after they mature, you go ahead and take the, uh, take the fruit and, and, uh, and put it in some uh, dry place and, and store it to, to, uh, until uh, Thanksgiving or Halloween or whatever you want to use some it. Some gardeners will just leave it hanging right, to dry right, out. Right, yeah. right. So is there a variety? I don't even know what the variety is. I, I used to just word them online. They'd send me like a giant box. But I was just, what is that kind of variety? I mean. Yeah, quite often, the, like a, most of the seed pack or seed uh, uh, offerings have it in a, a mixed. Right. But you can go, I think if you go on the Internet, you can get, I mean, there must be. Thirty different kind of varieties. Yeah, look, you, look on. You know what shape you want, right? And, oh, sure, sure, sure. And go, uh, go on, enter, go on the online and look for, look on the pumpkin seed. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, I got one uh, more pumpkin or gourd. One more question. Uh, uh, pumpkin seed or gourd seed. Okay, great. I got one more question for you, gentlemen. Love your okay. Show. Okay. Thank uh, you. I've been all over, you know, being in the Navy, I've been all over the God's green earth. But um, can you grow, like, bananas here? I live way down in South Texas, you know. I mean, I'm in San Antonio, but way, you know, I'm also to Pleasanton. But can you grow bananas here? Well, uh, a lot of people grow them around in swimming pools and and things like that. And if, if we have a mild winter... Where where that main big stalk doesn't doesn't freeze, uh-huh. uh, the the following year. Yeah, they, you can make an elaborate job out of protecting that main stalk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you put, put a wire fence around it, fill it full of leaves, or wrap it. Uh-huh. Some folks will just put paper around. It. Paper, yeah, and I think uh, you can even go so far as to tr- put it. Dig it up and put it in a five-gallon bucket and put it in a greenhouse, and then it just take it takes a longer season, so it takes two growing seasons basically. 
There's a good write up on there's a good write up on plantanswers.com, the website. And uh just go in there and search for banana culture, uh banana growing and uh in the first box and you should find that article. I don't I don't know where where it's located. Hey, elbows out there where y'all are. It's in the columns. Do what? I said, do they sell that, any of that stuff out there at Moorbachers? Well, they sell banana plants. Uh-huh. They sell banana plants, and I, I think they even have dwarf bananas, but they have smaller bananas. Mm-hmm. But uh, you've got a, have you got a place for bananas? I mean, uh, you know, they're big and wide and... Like oh that. yeah, I, I you know I got a bit. I'm trying to finish up my backyard. I just got the swimming pool and all that stuff in there. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to uh, get you know get rid of my darn lawn if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of people are doing that. Yeah, I'd rather pull weeds and push a mower. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but you need the exercise, don't you? <laughs> uh, right. I don't know. Plant, plant you a few I, bananas I, I out there. I think my grandkids cover that, you know. And if you <laughs> if you get bananas, you call us back when you get bananas, and we'll tell you how to tell when they're ripe. Yeah, I don't know. I know. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you when you get bananas. Okay. No, no need telling you before you get bananas. Yeah, we'd just be wasting your time and ours. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for calling. All right, Hank's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Hank. Welcome hey. to Millburgers Garden. How's it going? Hey, how are you all? Uh, Fine, how I've are got, you doing? I've got, I'm good. I've got an answer for the guy that called about the escarole. It's actually oh, called escarola, okay. and you get it from growitalian.com. It comes from Italy. And there's oh. a difference between endive is curly, escarole is flat-leafed. And escarole uses is a dual purpose vegetable. You use the outside, you chop the leaves from the outside of the head, and you put it in soup. You have it with chicken broth, and you sprinkle the top of the soup when it's warm with pecorino cheese. And you'll see that in some Italian restaurants if they do, yeah. if they're real Italians, <laughs> they'll serve that. They'll have it on their menu. But you grow it. They have six varieties. They're authentic Italian escarole seeds. And they have the website is growitalian.com. Growitalian.com. Sounds good. And I have a question for Calvin. Have we changed your mind about kale? Have you changed my mind about it? Kale. (laughs) I mean, do, do do I love it now instead of find it? Hard to eat? Well, have you found it enjoyable to eat or not? Are you learning to like it? I I am trying to because it's such a nutritious vegetable. Uh-huh. And it's an, it's fun to grow, uh, easy to grow, and it does I like it. I like it re- really well when it's mixed with chard. Mhm. Uh, cuz chard is pretty pretty mild and the kale the combination of kale and chard are really to me, it tastes really good. So, I didn't answer soup. yes or no, did I? No. No, it's like a political. We, well, we use it in soup a lot. <laughs> it's good in soup. 
in the winter or whenever you want to make soup. If you don't want to add something else, you can add kale and chard. That's true. Yeah, and what and I was several uh, gardeners I think told me that just pick the leaves and freeze them. Yeah. And th- and then they you know the you you get that kale impact the nutrition and a little taste on your mm-hmm. your soups or even your uh, all the what are those drinks they make uh, the smoothies smoothies, oh, the smoothies yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so and the stalks I know, I know when they rate well, they they rate vegetables and fruits in terms of nutrition kale mm-hmm. quite often is right at the top mm-hmm. in terms of nutritional value so it seems like it's worthwhile to try to figure out how to use it uh, well you can use stalks of chard too in place of celery so (laughs) if you don't want to use celery you can use the stalks on the chard and then use the leaves for something else Uh so that kind of has a dual purpose I kind of like I really like celery do you mean I have Mm -hmm. to give up celery no you can eat both okay you can eat both Mm mm-hmm but the, chip, but the, es- but the escarole, uh, usually you don't find it on the seed racks because a lot of people don't know how to use it. And uh-huh. But we use the outer part for soup, and we use the inner part for for salad with oil and vinegar dressing. So it serves a dual purpose. And the guy's right. You can also saute it like spinach, kind of wilted, with a little olive oil. So it has a, it has a dual purpose. And it's I a know good vegetable. I've, you see it yeah, once I know in I've a while. I've seen it on menus, menus quite often. I just in, a, it in for the old, in, yeah, in the old Italian restaurants, you know, the little hole in the wall places, you'll see escarole soup on the menu. It's usually about seven fifty a bowl. It's, it's cheaper to do it at home. Yeah. But the um, but no, it's really a good vegetable. You will see it in the supermarkets. Um, HEB Central Market sometimes has it because it, it's grown in California. Uh, here we have to grow it in the winter because it does not like hot weather. It yeah, gets, it'll get bitter. Saying. It gets bitter. But uh, once in a while you'll see it at Whole Foods or Central Market, but not too many other places. That's cool. Usually Thanks, it. Thank you very much for the information. Hi, it is you take good. care. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Thanks, Hank. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Embrace the kale, Calvin. Hmm? Embrace the kale. I will, I will, I promise. So I the promise who told you to, job. the people who told you to freeze it were saying that it, it, uh, that it tasted a little less, it tasted not quite as strong after frozen? Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Was that uh, that we're we're supposedly people are preparing kale incorrectly by doing it. That you want to freeze it, and that breaks down some sort of cells, uh, so it keeps the nutritionist nutritional value, but doesn't quite taste as strong. Well, one of the things when I went and looked for the escarole uh, mm-hmm. seed, there's six or seven different kinds of kale seed in there too, and then even here on the transplants we. We've seen, I think there's a couple different kinds now, but we've seen four or five different kinds at times of uh, kale. So you can, you know, do a little exploring and you'll find the 
the variety of kale that uh, suits you best. It tastes, and they do taste a little different. The texture is quite a bit different in them yeah. from plant to plant. I would warn people, though, before you get into eating all this stuff, that as you put that down the garbage disposal, you don't want to put too much down there to stop up the garbage disposal. Is, is that right? right? This, is the, this is the guy that won't eat cabbage or Brussels sprouts. <laughs> well, you learned that from the rutabaga. <laughs> of trying to get the rutabaga down the garbage right, disposal. Right, right. Okay. You, you have to cut it in slivers to get it down there. Well, if you played softball, the rutabaga is just the right size. Yeah, it is. It. Uh, <laughs> you can throw it a long ways into the compost pile. <laughs> All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to talk to a different Todd now. We're going to talk to Todd over a quality organic products and find out what's going on over there today how you doing todd good it's busy busy i bet it is it's a nice cool day what are people getting just a little bit of everything there getting yards just half yard yards just all kinds of stuff are they soils or fertilizer they uh-huh yeah they're getting okay. a lot of soils and mulches yeah well, you've got the mulch sale going on over there, Quality Organic Products, still, right? It's on the website. That's what I'm going yep, off yep, of. Yep. So what is that? What is the sale? It's 20% off? Yeah, 20% off all of our mulches. That's a great deal. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of it. Good. Well, okay. So what else is going on? Oh, just trying to get the yard read moved around and redone and getting ready for springtime, you know, getting uh, materials ready and moving materials and getting ready to start grinding a bunch of uh, single grind. So, how did uh, your Houston trip go? I'm sorry. It was good. It was good. Did you find your machine? No, not yet. We're looking. Okay. We're looking. Yeah. Well, Todd, uh, let's do this then. How about uh, I know that you you work with landscapers and stuff, and that's uh, part of the reason um, you're so popular, and part of the reason I got to sneeze. See, that's not the reason I have to sneeze, but part of the reason <laughs> you're uh, able to keep your prices uh, where they are, which is really really good. Right. Um, right. But so, uh, what are you recommending that the gardeners do right now? Um, aeration and top dressing for sure. Um, Still we start good. Mulching the beds, yeah. I mean, there's, it, we're, we're we're perfect time right now. Start and start getting that lawn a little shorter. You know, that's always a key. You know, now that the heat's done, you can get those roots to start cutting the top off the blade. You know, getting it down, getting those roots to start setting. That always helps the lawns getting those weeds to get out. So. Um, so, time to plant, you know. Let's put some trees in. Everybody needs to go buy a tree and put one in, you know. Okay, now give me uh, a, a refresh folks' memory as to why this is a good time to plant trees. Oh, because the cool weather, you know, less less uh, issues with uh, having it burn up or, you know, getting your shock from the trees. So, and they root all winter long. So when springtime comes, they're established and uh, they're ready to go through the heat cycle we have. So also a good time for uh, doing projects. Uh, and, uh, you, oh, yeah. you know, one of the neat neat products, I think you've got decomposed granite, don't you, Todd? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that, that, that's, a, that's a nice surface. You get some moisture penetration but it uh, 
I mean, so, so there's some drainage, but it's a nice surface. You can drive on it, walk on it. Uh, inexpensive, and for a home project, you can kind of do it yourself because you can move it relatively easy around without any heavy equipment. Yep. You use it we for a, a, a floor of a, sh- a shed or or uh, paths. It really makes nice paths, even driveways. They're using yep. it for driveways a lot now. Yeah, we Who have enough that? new parking spots. I didn't hear what Calvin said. The Decomposed granite. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. But it, the, the, the deal, this this kind of weather kind of makes it. Oh, makes so if it, you're going to do it, yeah. It makes it a nice time to work. So you can do your home projects. Todd, if I go to your website, qualityorganicproducts.com, you've got the calculator. So I'm looking at the mulches right now, and you've got the calculator. And so um, I'm trying to figure out here, uh, do I do I do it by inches? So if I've got, if I'm trying to get enough soil to fill something that's uh, four feet by two feet by two inches tall, what what am I put, what I'm trying to put in? If, do I put the four feet for the length, or do I put 48 inches? Uh, you just put the four foot. Okay. Gotcha. And, and then what do I? What's that? You put the width times the length. Okay. And then depth. And then it it's should give you per inch, inches, yeah. Oh, so depth should be inches. All right, cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's good to have. Um, you always try to put anywhere from four to six inches of mulch in. You know, your lawn dressing, you anywhere from a quarter inch to a half inch at certain times of the year. So you can't always overdo it in the law dressing. Well, that's that's a, I always call that a daydream job. It's one you don't have to be, you mentioned a quarter to a half an inch, and so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to measure it. You just put it out and spread it. Right. And, yeah, good good job to be out there and enjoy the weather. Yeah. Yeah, especially now. It's the best time of the best time in Texas in the next three months is really the beautiful weather, you know. Now, you guys are open today till 2? Two? 2 o'clock. Close in 20 minutes. Okay, and then, but they can uh, come by your close tomorrow, but yep. open again on Monday. Yep. And, uh, but the easiest thing to do maybe is just to call and have it delivered to the house. Uh, you got. Tell us about that. You're, you've got your own drivers. You're very proud of that. So, talk to us just about that for a sec. We've got all kinds of trucks and uh, drivers. We got walking floors up to 100 yards. Then we have walking floors to 80, and then we have our end dumps, and then we got our tandem. Some of our, our biggest tandem holds about 40 yards, and then our smallest tandem could hold up to about 15. And then we have our three to 10 yard trucks. And we have numerous of those, four or five of those. So we do our small trucks. And we, you know, they don't crack driveways and we can get into tighter spots and stuff like that. Good deal. And they get the material right to your garden. Yeah. He's got some amazing drivers. And they weave in and out and they're they're very careful and skillful. So really. Yep. And if your if they your pile of compost or mulch is uh, right next to the garden, rather than uh, 
50 feet away, it really helps in terms of the workload. Right. It really helps. Good deal. Big time. All right, y'all well, take care. Enjoy the, enjoy the weather. Thank you, sir. You too. All right. That's Todd Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products on Lookout Road just outside of 1604. And uh, you can call them at 651-0200. Or like I did, go to qualityorganicproducts.com. You'll learn all about them, and uh, you can use that calculator. If you got any questions, call them at 651-0200. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Now, our number, if you want to be a part of the show, is 308-8867, 308 308- 8867 and toll free 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 388 in the one-gallon container. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container for some of your favorites, like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's the pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Did your financial advisor lose 30% or more of your life savings during the last market crash? Are you afraid it could happen again? I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Tradeway specializes in teaching you how to cut out the middleman and take control of your money. At our first event, Step 1, Start Your Journey, you'll learn how business principles from the Bible, combined with our powerful skill sets for stock trading, can give you the ability to make informed financial decisions for your family. Having control can give you peace of mind even in an uncertain market, because nobody cares as much about your hard-earned money as you do. Tradeway, you'll learn to reach your biggest goals by taking small steps. Coming to the Hilton San Antonio, October 21st and 22nd, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. The real estate market in San Antonio is seeing good times. Our city is growing. We're no longer the best-kept secret. Buying and selling a house in San Antonio is no longer a question of months, but now weeks and even days. Jim Glasgow, author and host of Towards Wealth Radio, here on 930 AM The Answer, says he knows another best-kept secret. There's more money on the table available for you. If you're in the market to buy a brand-new home, call professional realtor and real estate investor Jim Glasgow and let him not only get you the best price, let him secure for you the extra $1,000, the extra $5,000, or even the extra $12,000 he can put back into your pocket that you didn't even know to ask for. Call Jim Glasgow at 210-413-7230 and let him share 30 years of real estate advice and seal the deal. 210-413-7230 for Jim Glasgow and TowardsWealth.com. 210-413-7230. Urgent message. Don't sell your home before listening to this. 
I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the call started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consumers are discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission and pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help you sell. Serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, and we're going to talk to Bill. He's going to show you how easy it is to be a, a caller on the air. Hi, Bill. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, fine. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan of the show. You bet. Thank hey, you. I'm uh, looking. I'm in my backyard. I'm looking right at this beautiful. My neighbor's beautiful banana plants. Hanging over a fence is uh, about a dozen of, of soon-to-be-my bananas, and uh, about three feet lower is uh, three and a half feet uh, beneath the clump of 12 beautiful, fat, casey bananas, about my hand reaching heights, is um, is uh, the flower pot. It's still flowering, but uh, the bunch of bananas is up there. I can grab them. I'm sure they're delicious. Uh, I'm just, I've, I've noticed them for probably over two months but they're they're nice and big they're green i just uh wonder when the optimum time to pick them is steal them i mean uh-oh if we tell him that other guy will hear it yeah it's okay no, just no, promise no, my, you won't my, tell the other guy should i call him and tell him off there or what? <laughs> i've always <laughs> go ahead and tell i'm him. always just uh when the when the edges of the the banana are are rounded rather than Square off, squared off, then they're they're ready. Yeah, these uh, these look like they're pretty rounded. So then, then that indicates that they will. Uh, even the squared ones will will turn yellow, but they'll they, they don't uh, get a, get a it's sweet. Soft. Yeah, so. But yeah. if yeah, if they're rounded, that indicates that they could be picked any time. And be this would be if this is a second. Growing season, they probably would be. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking about the the sutures of uh, the sutures are the ones that uh, um, along where you peel the tomato yeah. banana. The peeling. You know, when you pull it open, it it rips along the the what we call sutures of the fruit. Some of us call them peelings, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, so you want it to fill a puff out. In other words, the where where is you can't you can't see that uh, that suture or that uh, rib on there is it, is not as, as predominant as it is if if they're green. Have you got Sweet. any idea what we're talking about? Um, yeah, kind of. They're rounded at the edges. You know, I, I, uh, I know what you're talking about, the sharp edges, but they, these are all nice and smooth, pretty pretty rounded at the edges. Uh, okay, and, then uh, they're like ready. Said, 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to give me a little blade and uh, let them uh, turn yellow. Yeah, go go ahead and, uh, uh, of course, they ripen from the top, right? Let's see. No, the bottom. No, they're hanging. They've got the blooms, and they open as, as they hang. So they ripen from the top. Yeah, yeah, these are about. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the, the top flowers. of this the stem. Now a lot of a lot of people would take the banana and cut them off, cut off the the fingers of them or hands of them, and then they'll put them in with a a cut apple, cut apple or two in a, in a plastic bag uh, to gas them. The, when you when you cut the apple. Uh, and put it in there with that banana, it it re- releases an ethylene gas, and uh, you can uh, that'll that'll cause the tomato the banana to go ahead and ripen. Okay. All right. Sweet. And, and I th- the, I think there's we got to write up on bananas on uh, plantanswers.com. Just do a search for ripening bananas in the in the first uh, box there to the to the right as you op- well as you open the screen is to the left but uh, and do on one on ripening bananas and you should be able to find that article on uh, ripening you, bananas and you can just pick one or two and uh, test the yeah, yeah test the theory. But I, I, at this yeah, point, yeah. it seems like they sound like they're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't mind. Uh, you know, he's he's in his nineties. He uh, uh, I, I, he may be eating soft food, but uh, but he wouldn't mind me taking bananas hanging over in my property. No, yeah, no, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, now I can make sure we you didn't don't tell them that we recommended it though. <laughs> yeah, Milton. No, Milton. No, I'm just claiming uh, this. This is not legal advice. This is uh, you, you're on your own here. Yeah, we're just offering you the horticulture advice on ripe bananas. Nothing else. You'll have to make those other decisions on your own. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for calling. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So that shows that they didn't freeze last year. Yes, that main uh, that yeah, main stem didn't yeah. freeze. Maybe with it being by the fence like that, it was kind of protected. Yeah, well, it can be. Yeah. So. Well, but you can have, you know, as Jerry mentioned, all you have to do is protect that main, that first year is protect yeah. that main stem. You're not protecting the leaves. Of the freeze, the leaves could freeze off, but as long as it doesn't and, freeze that main stem. Oh, okay. And that, the fence could really be a factor in that. And uh, the wrapping, however you did it, even leaves against it. Uh, and yeah. then this, this year, it's been plenty hot, plenty of moisture. Yeah. So it was probably a good year for them. Marty, 308-8867, 308-8867. We talked about uh, gardening in in San Antonio and and most areas, but especially down here, is is a a long-term thing. In other words, you you need to be thinking out uh, long-term, like uh, planting our wildflowers. We we planted our blue bonnets. uh, this last week, and uh, they'll go through. They'll hopefully germinate and go through the winter, and then they'll bloom next spring. So, 
Yeah, we're we're already planning for next spring's growth and bloom and whatever. If you intend to develop a new garden or landscape bed next spring, uh, and you have grass and weeds growing in in the area, you want to apply a uh, glyphosate herbicide now, a Roundup herbicide now, uh, to kill the weeds before the before the Bermuda grass and that stuff that stuff goes dormant. Because uh, the later on in the, we've talked about uh, we need to fertilize our grass before it uh, ceases its growth. So uh, at the at the, uh, the the Bermuda will also begin to go dormant, and uh, for glyphosate or, or herbicide to work or any herbicide to work, it has to be actively uptaken by the uh, leaf blades of the of the grass. So, uh, uh, so what I'm saying is, look at look at your plans for next spring, and uh, go ahead and uh, take care of the weed problems that you have now. If you wait until till uh, next spring, uh, lo and behold, all you'll have is a dormant grass to deal with, and the herbicides are not not that effective on dormant grass. So again, you have to start thinking ahead. Uh, we get Lloyd on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Well, I've got a question about a star of Texas hibiscus. Uh, just wondering how wet should I keep it? Should I? Is that a plant that needs to? It's been in the ground probably six months. I just wonder if I need to keep it, you know, damp or or dry. Now it's a it's a hibiscus. Yeah, uh, Texas Star. Right. Oh yeah, Texas, Texas Star. Uh, the the, the original red, the red red color, all red color and hibiscus comes from Texas Star. Uh, right. Now that that thing, uh, it 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 really came out of a swamp. I mean, they they came out of a very wet condition, but once it gets established, it it does pretty it pretty well in dry. So if you had a choice. Between keeping it wet or keeping it dry, uh, you, your plant will do better in wet. Okay. Uh, someone told me I need to keep it dry, but I've got it right next to the north farm bed that I have, which you know, pretty wet. So. Well, that's all. Right. That's if fine. Have to move it or not. No, no. If you if you got a place that that stays moist longer. Uh, you got Texas Star Hibiscus, and he wants to know whether to keep it wet or dry. And I said it came out of a swamp, so uh, yeah. it, it will it will tolerate wet and and probably do better. the The best perennial hibiscus I've ever seen grown were grown on the uh, on the li- shoreline of of uh, of a of a tank or or pond or pond. <laughs> We call them tanks down here, Ken. Yeah, I, I have to resist calling them ponds. In Tennessee, we yeah. call them ponds. In East Texas, but anyway, right on the right on the, the weather, the water level stays on that. That's that's where where they do their best. So they get a get a root in the water, I guess. Okay. Does that help now, you, Lloyd? Some of the leaves are starting to turn a little yellow, and 
And I thought maybe that was the reason maybe I was keeping no, it too the, wet. No, the reason, reason for that is it's fall. They go dormant okay. in the fall because of the shorty, uh, short days. And they they naturally go. If you put if you were to put that green you put that uh, hibiscus in a greenhouse, uh, those leaves would still turn yellow even though it, it wasn't it hadn't turned coal on because of the day okay. leaves. I got so you. So don't worry okay. about it. Thanks, Lord. Right. Thanks for helping. You got a, you got a good hibiscus there. All right, we got to begin to wrap up right now, but uh, we want to thank everybody for calling and being a part of the show. Uh, Millburgers is still hopping. We've seen, I think, more kids today than I have in a long time out here going to uh, with their parents to take pictures in the pumpkin patch. So uh, don't forget the nursery's open today till five o'clock, so you can come on by and uh, have those pictures taken. Plus, uh, enjoy lots of great shopping here at Millburgers. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Kelly back at the station doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.